This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Mate, it hasn't just been a big week for me. It's been a huge week for you. Uh, a huge week for the Richmond Footy Club. A strange week, I would imagine. I mean, I know mathematically finals are still on the table, but <laughs> it's unlikely. And, you know, it's got to be strange for, for someone and a, and a club and a team that has done what you guys have done in the last four or five years to be looking at having the most important month of football off. It's got to be strange. And how have you reflected on it? And, and what do you put it down to? Oh, it's been, it certainly has been strange. Um, and even just the back end of this season has been a little bit strange as well. We've had a lot of injuries and uh, yeah. we haven't had it. We haven't had, I suppose, a, a clean run at it for most of the year. And, even doing quarantine in Perth a few weeks ago, just a whole week over there. Um, yeah, it's got to be. It's going to be really strange uh, running out there on the, well tomorrow and, and um, finishing up the season, knowing the the actual finish date and and when you're going to um, not play footy and then sit back and watch finals and and whatnot, which which we've been involved in deep for the last four four years. So, um, look, I think to be honest, there's a little bit of um, we're obviously really disappointed that we're not going to play finals, and um, and that really hurts. But it's also the way we're looking at it is it's a great chance for us to to rejuvenate as well. Like we've we've been yeah. deep into September now for for four years and played nearly a, a, another whole season of football more than a lot of teams have over that four year period. And and even last year, do you think that's year, added to your injury problems? Is is that uh, something that you've discussed internally? Because you have played you you've played more football than other clubs. There's yeah, it's no doubt, no doubt. I think it's probably it's probably worn. I think on the mental side of things, even last year, you look at when we finished. We actually finished uh, end of October, so had had a month and a half off, and then we're back into it again on a shortened preseason. Yeah. Um, so that 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 mental toll is sort of worn thin. I actually, spoke to Jordan Lewis about what it was like for Hawthorne through their successful period as well, and he just said. It's the hardest thing to, to continue to get up and, and, and get going when you do go that little bit longer whilst the, the rewards are so great and, and, and you yeah. continually want to try and do it. It does, it does uh, wear on you and, and physically probably just not getting a full pre-season into to some of our younger kids who haven't played a lot of footy. I think we spoke about um, Thompson Dow who's a young kid who we drafted uh, two years ago, he's played in eight games for points, and that's at AFL and VFL level. So <laughs> some of the, the development, unfortunately, has just gone by the wayside just due to the fact that there hasn't been a competition. Um, so, uh, so soft cap has been cut, so a lot of development coaches have have lost their jobs. So, I mean, for us, it's probably a perfect storm. We, a lot of things go wrong. We've had a lot of guys be, been injured, and we just haven't played well enough as well. So... Yep. Bit disappointing, but um, yep. looking forward to, to watching the f- the finals over the um, the back end of the season there and seeing who does come out on top. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Now I don't know if you've listened, but your cousin Nick likes to use a term that I've heard him say a lot in the last few weeks, and that's that the belly's a little bit full. Is that is that something that's real for you? Have you sensed that at the club? Um, 
And, and if not, do you, do you feel that you guys, after a, a, another strong pre-season, time to recharge, not having to play these finals, do you, do you see yourself pushing straight back up the ladder and contending again next year? Certainly, uh, I don't think... That, I think what Rui's trying to say there is, that are, we, are we content with what we've done? And, and it's, well, once you've been to the top, you... You actually you see what it's like, and you get to taste that success, and it's and it is so so fulfilling that it's it, you can't you can't just be content with, with one or or two or three or however many. You always want to get out there and compete and win again. And there's always guys that miss out. So we, we've got a group of guys that have played in three, we've got a group of guys that have played in two premierships, and then we've got I think one or two blokes, maybe only one at the club, who's played in in one grand final. So. And a whole host of young kids that have come into a really successful football club that have never played in a premiership and haven't played a lot of footy for the football club. So they're the ones that you really want driving your program. Um, and I, I firmly believe that once we get a really good pre-season block into to some of our guys and, and um, there's no secret to if you have a good pre-season, you actually, and this is from an individual point of view for the players, if, if, you, if you can do 80 to 90% of a full pre-season, it generally sets you up for... For being relatively injury-free over over the break over the season, so um, we go back, we have a rest now, we, we we take some time off, we we recoup, we hopefully get our boys back to their their home states, which is going to be a little bit of a difficult issue with obviously border closures at the moment, but we look forward to attacking season 2022, and and the best blueprint for us is 2016 and the way we we came out after that season, which was was really poor, and and then the rest is history, really. Absolutely, you'd be a brave man to be betting against the Tigers next year. That is for sure to bounce back. Now, mate, Basha Hawley, David Asprey, two great Richmond men, pulled their boots up for the last time this week. What are your thoughts on those? They're obviously, you know, premiership teammates, close mates of yours, had unbelievably good careers. Uh, what do you want to say about them? Yeah, look, um, obviously it's disappointing when when you leave lose uh, players to, to retirement, but when you lose great characters, it is even harder to... To, to stomach um, it's also really hard to replace good characters around a sporting environment or any environment for that matter so with those Basha Hawley who is is the face of diversity along with Eddie Betts in terms yeah. of the way they push the game um, and just spread the love really and, and Basha's been an amazing player um, and we were very grateful to, to, to get him across from Essendon and I think we actually guaranteed him that he'd be playing Bombers. in the midfield when we first got him across from your <laughs> Bombers painting and then sent him straight to, to half back but Arguably could be a Norm Smith medalist uh, if you ask the right people. They probably say that in 2017 he, he should have won that Norm Smith medal. But yep. he uh, he leaves our football club, but he certainly won't be lost to, to our football club. He runs the Basher Hawley Foundation out of out of Richmond and he'll be involved uh, with a lot of things through the AFL as well with um, with integrating young young Muslim kids and kids from different faiths into to playing AFL and, and promoting the game. And, then, and David Asprey, who... Um, he's arguably one of the, the best teammates that I've, I've ever played against and um, he's really done it the hard way he's a, a three time premiership player but he's played for, for 12 years um, drafted from, from Western Victoria and had 14 surgeries I think Paney and coming up for his 15th he's going to be his 15th after his last game tomorrow um, so he's he's done it the hard way he really has done it the hard way but uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's just a, one of those guys that is a stalwart of a football club, ever reliable, and just gets yeah. the job done. And, and um, he looks that. Yeah, we he re- absolutely looks it. 
Yeah, we really look forward to. Um, well, one, we look forward to to hopefully having a win tomorrow for that for for those boys and being able to, to chair David Asprey off and and give them both the, the send off that they deserve. But we look forward to lockdown finishing soon and we can all catch up and and have some beers together and and certainly tell some stories of of their journey and our journey over the last few years. Yeah, no doubt, mate. I've got to admit as well, I'm a bit disappointed myself with Basher going down. He's been an integral part of my ultimate footy team for a number of years. So congratulations to Basher Hooley and David Asprey who've had wonderful careers with the Richmond Football Club. This is Jack and Paney on SEN Hobart, and we'll be back shortly.